Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Three, two, one, yeah, we ready right now. It's about time. What is going on, everybody? This is the post-game show after the Washington Commanders pull off a 20-17 to victory over the New England Patriots. This is Command Time with Kayla and DT, the post-game show on FFSN. Hey, Kayla, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing on this evening? What a solid game. Yeah, got, got, Things got, definitely got to be fixed, but it was a solid game. They came together, pulled through, just like any other Washington win. When we do win, they're always close and they'll bite it. But when they get it done, they will get it done. So we do have some things to get into. Yeah, so let, let's let's talk about this game um, real quick. Let's start from the beginning. So Washington came in absolutely hot. Um, that was probably the fastest start we have seen from more likely both sides of the ball um, coming to offense and defense. And defense. And special teams, you've seen them flying around with the football. You've seen the offense moving the ball consistently. Um, I was I was highly impressed with EB and Sam this game. Uh, Sam continuing to grow within this offense and grow as a young quarterback in the National Football League. The offensive line for the second straight week had a sol- solid showing. Uh, we've seen EB 
dial up some plays we haven't seen. We've seen some concepts, and he's he actually sticked to the run game. Um, running backs had a total of 24 carries in their backfields, and he kept it very balanced, he kept everything smooth and 400 yards of offense for Washington Commanders. Yeah, it's, it's really got to get some, got to get used to this, all this offense. Isn't it past these past few years? We couldn't last year. We could, could barely scrape away 18 points. This year, like, all these points, it's just lovely to see. It's just sad that our defense started slow. But this past week, we do have to get more pressure. I got to give Sam his credit. I've been saying all along, this is our guy. Um, I'm not going to change up how I feel. And he does have to grow. Everybody expects the quarterback to be perfect. This is still his first year, technically. Everybody acts like this is his fifth year, sixth year, a veteran quarterback. Even though it's like his first year starting, he did. He was drafted last year, but what most quarterbacks don't get the opportunity to do in the NFL because this is like one day you're in, one day you're out. League, he got a chance to sit and grow behind the quarterback room that we have to see what not to do as a quarterback, and also just to see how the daily life of an NFL quarterback is. Most rookies, they usually like to throw them out there early, don't give them no time to develop their game. And each week, ever since Dallas game, he has improved his game smallly but surely. The balls have came out faster these past two weeks. I'm very impressed with Sam. He's just the future. Yeah, so with within this game, we talk about the good, but let, let's get to the bad, obviously. So because they had that fast start, uh, a simple mistake in fumbling the ball in your I got I got to put – I. I with that fumble, B Rob usually doesn't fumble, but with that fumble, you got to give certain players credit. That was a solid defensive play. Like that punch, I don't think anybody probably would have survived that. Like that was just a solid defensive play. Yeah, yeah. It, it changed the momentum of the whole game, but that, that, that's where I'm that's what I'm trying to get to. Like it was unusual to see Robinson fumble in that situation, and when you're thinking. Um, this could be that one drive where you, you put your foot on their neck, uh, a good play by a defender, and all of a sudden the momentum change. Uh, Patriots score on a 14 yard touchdown to Hunter Henry. And then, next drive, offense go three and out, and all of a sudden, one two plays in, uh, 64 yard run on a miscommunication between linebackers to the C gap and he goes 64 yards and the game is 14 to 10, an absolute swing in the game and definitely gives you the PTSD of how Washington games usually go. Yeah, I don't have PTSD. Once the way my mindset is just with any NFL, but like, if you think negative, negative is going to happen. I'm not thinking about the past. You can't control the past. These people are not the past. Everybody is their own person. So, you just look, see what happened, but you can't change. Uh, let's let's stop right there. That my PTSD is not from the past. My PTSD is what we have con- consistently seen. That's that's what that is. So you mean to tell me like you don't get tired of seeing games? I get tired of it, but I can't get upset. Like these people are human. That's how uh, I look at it. run. Like, what were the linebackers doing? Everybody wants to blame the defensive tackles, but your linebackers, they're running a cross-dog blitz, and Jamin Davis is supposed to fill the other side. 
so true. One thing I do want to say about the defense on Sunday, um, they they did really well, even though it wasn't their starters, but still every any given Sunday, and if you that's what you practice for your depth and things of that sort. So I really like how the secondary maintained against the Patriots. They didn't have no receiver with more than ten catches, and that's including Hunter Henry. He had that good solid touchdown, but other than that. He, he was pretty much on lockdown. And Forbes definitely bounced back. I want to see what he can do. This is the next test against the Seahawks this upcoming week. But the secondary had a solid game as well against the Patriots. I'm a, I might be a little different. I think it was good enough. There are still some things that they were doing that's very inconsistent, and you see it despite the fact that they benched Forbes for those couple games, St. Juice still doing the same stuff like he did against the Bears, um, not giving help through the inside leverage. So it's it's going to take a while for this defense to get to where it's, we expected it to be, and that's at least solid. And there, it's just it's the little things that is hurting this defense. And I, I listened to – John Khan podcast, and he literally said the same thing I'm saying. Like it's 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 simple stuff that is going on on the field, and they're not doing it. So I don't know if it's um, different communication every week. We know Cody Barden; he was actually the green dot. Jamin Davis, and more likely Cameron Crow is the green dot as well. So I, I'm 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 curious to see the bigger tests, and that's with going up against. The Seattle's wide receiver core more than the Patriots wide receiver core. I, I was not scared of their wide receivers, but however, there are still some things that should not have happened. And majority of the time, the uh, Matt Jones was attacking the middle of the field, which I would do as an offensive coordinator anyway. Yeah, that's been our weakest point all season. Like I've and I've always said been saying that the biggest loss of this team. I think in the offseason on the defense was losing Chris Harris. Like, but I, I and I've also stated no matter what happens this year, Del Rio has to go up the, the, the once the the play you need a new scheme. Like we had it's no way all this talent in each year is the same thing. Players not being in a position. Oh, you're not playing players in their scheme. It's, it's just the same things every single year. Even though they have a good defense, it's the small things. And then once once the small things all come and like collapse and the next thing you know it's gonna be a, a a wildfire and that's what I don't want to happen. So I do think it's just time to get rid of Del Rio, plain and simple. Yeah, and you're starting to notice now that some teams there's they're starting to come after Jamin a little bit more than usual, especially on crossers and dig routes and stuff. Um mm-hmm. I, I they did when they had Demario Douglas majority of the time on them. And I will get credit outside of the 64-yard run. The Patriots really could not run the ball. It was just a blown assignment that gave them the, the gifted yards as expected. Can we help? But I think the pressures will come. The defensive line played meh, but they, they, they contain. They still only held them. Like this season, we've been giving up 30 points, 20-plus points. We only gave up 17. You got to start somewhere. We've been bad this year. A small improvement. It just makes you – you got to start somewhere. Even though we know it could be way better, 
to get back to that point, it's probably not going to get back to the point top 10 this year, honestly. Maybe um, yeah. finish maybe like top 20, around 20 to 22, but I don't think it's going to we're be top 10 this year. But just to see them not fold, even though they put, give, give it a lot of pressures, they still stuck together. Like in this, in this whole season, we've been giving up a lot of points. So I just I do want to um, commend them for only giving up 17 points, but they gotta it gotta be consistent. You can't be hot one week, then the next week you look terrible giving up 30, let's, 30 points. Let's let's be completely honest. I'm being honest. And I, well, I'm gonna be honest too. The only reason they gave up 17 points because they played Mac Jones. Okay, and it's it's the NFL. It is the NFL. They they they, they played Mac Jones. Okay. And they played Tyrod Taylor. And he got 14. They played Josh Dobbs and they got 16. Now you're you're starting to see in the correlation here. When you have a quarterback that is have a higher ability than those guys that I named, those are the ones that give us problems. Oh, and we played Desmond Ritter. He only had 16. When we play the likes of a Josh Allen, a Jalen Hurts. More than likely a Dak Prescott. I don't know which Geno Smith we're going to get this week. That's the biggest question coming. Because we, we might get the Geno that played against the Baltimore Ravens, or we might get the Geno that played against the Detroit Lions early in the year. But when it comes to these quarterbacks, it's it's pretty much obvious that the quarterbacks that have a higher ability, and they're the ones that give us the bigger trouble and an average to 30 points other than the ones that are just above average and i also got to be honest about this i know in the offseason i was expecting better because i as i've always said in the past it was the wide receiver coach who didn't give the the other wide receivers the opportunity needed on the field um i thought he had favorites and things of that sort but i was expecting based off the offseason and the connection with sam i was expecting diami to have a better not a breakout year but a better year than last year but I don't. Yeah, I think it's it's time for him. Like they may need to look at other options. Tinsley was solid in the preseason. Give that kid a shot. Another thing I would do want to shout out from the game Sunday. Our rookies played a solid game Sunday. Um, that we drafted. They all played good. That's what you want to see. We're a younger a younger team with some bets. That's what you want to see. Let's continue that. Let's not keep keeping them on the bench and doing favorites. Let's let these rookies ball out. Well, that's definitely a good thing. Uh, I've been waiting for them to at least play half of the rookie class like we've been doing. I don't I don't believe in unless they absolutely need the mental reps or they're definitely not ready, don't play it. But what we've seen from Ron Regime, majority of his rookies play. And we started off this year only at least – Three rookies have played so far, and one of them was benched. And the other one, um, he he was a backup. Then he played a couple of snaps. The other one's backup playing a couple of snaps. Then he got hurt. Now, with Chase Young and Montez Sweat off the team, you have a chance to see and evaluate the whole defensive line with the two new edge rushers. And you can see with Quan Martin getting snaps and seeing his confidence build up. Manual Ford's confidence build up. You can build something, um, and this rookie class can redeem themselves because a lot of people were definitely down on it first couple of weeks. But you see, Quan Marner makes a play. You see, 
KJ Henry makes play, even though they nullified it by a dumb penalty. Um, Andre Jones had a deflection. Uh, Chris Rodriguez was on special teams, laying hits like linebacker. We need to give him the ball. I don't, I don't understand why they're not giving him the carries. And B Rod was. One thing I do want to say about that game, I like how they use Gibson. Like, I think this was his best game all year. Even though he didn't score a touchdown, I like how he was used this game. Like, I want EB to continue to use him how he was used this game. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. That was definitely a, a good performance with Gibson. Um, I love some of the play calls they had for him. Like, they had, like, a a back in and out bubble screen and had wide receivers and tight ends in front to block. Um, I can't wait to see what else you can do. I it's also noting that they did that because Curtis Samuel was out. So, really, the next guy who will be in line to take some of those plays would be Antonio Gibson since he wasn't wide receiver. That's so true. So, they need to incorporate Curtis and Gibson the same way, like on a weekly basis. Because I like when he spread out like that. He eats. Like, even though he still needs to – sometimes when he held the ball, it still scared me a little bit. But he did have a solid game on Sunday. And another shout-out to the offensive line again. Like, even though it was three sacks, but, like, you can say one of them at least was on Sam. But they've been playing better. They've been playing way better. They've been playing way better. Like, we have been talking about a bad offensive line for years in Washington. For years and years and years. And when they're just – and this group just started playing together last week. Just think if they continue to grow together and staying healthy, and they're pretty much young outside of the tackles. But I do think after the season we're going to have to get into tackles. But like the guards and the center, like they're 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 once then they're communicating together. That's what you want to see. You want to see your your guards taking on two defenders and not letting your quarterback get hit. You want them to be creating holes. That's what I want to see on a weekly basis. And as they play together, the better I think they will get. Yeah. Um. I also just seen somebody put uh, Charles Leno's grade so far, and he's only, from what they're saying, he's only allowed two sacks throughout the season. And he's yeah, right he just four. has bad penalties. Like, he, when we're having a good drive, he'll be the person back-to-back possessions. He's like a veteran. I expect a little bit more, but, like, he's solid. Like, he just, once he's bad, he'll a false start. Holding and be just be small stuff with him. Yeah. Um and Wiley has improved since the beginning of the season too. But they do still need new tackles next year. Kind of question. Yeah, well that's that's a whole nother time. We'll talk about no, that. Yeah, I but- do have a question though. So with this being the first week since the trade deadline, um did you Check out Montez Sweat since Chase was on um, the bye week. And how'd you feel about their pressers and like their goodbyes to the team? Uh, you want to get. Uh, to be honest with you, we are we already talked about. It, I think we Chase Young was not happy here to an extent, but when you see the way Montez mentioned it. He he definitely loves DC and he's gonna miss DC. So with that being said, even though Chase Young said that, I don't have a problem with him saying that because at the end of the day, he has the right to voice his opinion. That's how he feels. Oh well. But it's also 
contradicting because in my opinion, I felt like we won way more more games without him on the field. That's definitely true. You can definitely tell the difference. One thing I do want to say about Chase, I expect it in that pressure. If that's how he feel, everybody's entitled to their own opinion of what happened. We we're not in those locker rooms. But at the same time, Chase gotta know he he gotta just like any NF, other NFL player, but it's something special with him. Like, all the kids love Chase. He's such a big role model. Definitely in DMV, even, like, a good – like, so many people, like, love Chase. Like, when you go to a game, all you will see is 99 jerseys and 17 jerseys. Like, that's the main jerseys you will see. Like, he's, like, so nonchalant. Like, he doesn't care. Like, that. like – but Montez, he – I saw him um in the Bears. They, they, they're used to him – they didn't use him for all the snaps. You know, he still got to learn the defense in his first um first week with the um team. But he did make a little – he did a little bit, just a little bit. But with more snaps, he's going to do a lot. He got that contract. And I'm happy for them both. I hope they both succeed. But, like, Chase shouldn't have been as nonchalant. At least give us a good bye post. Like, it wasn't that bad. You we, we, got to give him nothing. I, I, I know. He got that cockpit we got for him. Yep. I just hope I just hope he balls out and gets get that big contract. I just hope Montez got it. Um, you think he will? I kind of knew, even though he got traded to the 49ers, Chase might be at least a sixty percent chance he could be a rental. More yeah, I'm just saying they got they still got they still gonna have to figure out a way to because they just paid Bosa. They're gonna have to pay IU, so they're gonna have IU. to do something. Cause Chase, I don't think he's gonna want to play on a franchise tag. Yeah, so um, that situation is gonna be definitely something to watch in the coming months. Because sometimes with players, it's not good to play where you're from because you get different, not just the team, but different distractions, family distractions, other distractions. Sometimes you do need a change of scenery to elevate. Yeah. So the last thing I want to say about this game, solid game from start to finish by offense, special defense and special teams play solid. Um just hope they build on it, start fast against Seattle. Um just want to keep watch Sam growing each week, fixing the small things which he has done. And just ball out next week against Seattle, apply pressure, but more to come on that game on our post game show later in the week. I'm just gonna say this now. There is more likely the the, the Seattle game is gonna be more important than people realize, based on how the NFC is looking and the quarterback situation. Like it always been, you don't have Kirk Cousins. Aaron Rodgers is in the AFC. Uh, the Rams they got they got Carson Wentz. Rams got Carson Wentz, and they have Matthew Stafford injury. You you don't know. Who's coming out the NFC South? But you know you have a Derek Carr, you have an Atlanta team that you already beat. So I'm definitely rooting for teams to beat Atlanta so they can get out of our way. And there's a chance we can come out and be the seventh seed, like I projected us to be. I I said early in the year, I said like nine and eight, but find a way to get a wild card. Yeah, I think that's definitely um, possible because like I've been saying all year, the NFC is so unpredictable. The NFC is so unpredictable. Any, any last words on the game on Sunday? I'll say is um, 
it was a good victory, especially after the trade deadline, trying to get some of the monkeys off our backs. Um, I love the performance for Sam. Two games in a row, he's looked good. EB has called a great game. Uh, defense held the Patriots to three points in the second half. Now I just need them to be a little bit more consistent. And I do want to say KJ Henry did have one sack. Um, I'm not changing my mind or my opinion. Um, I don't care what the stat sheet says, the paper says, KJ Henry, nice job on your first um, career sack. But you know your official one is going to be is going to be real lit this week. Um, that's that's pretty much it. And yeah. you know what? Like I said, everybody always has has villain. Like like it's like we can never beat the Giants, right? So for years we always could never beat the Patriots in Foxborough. All these years later, we beat them the same score we beat them several years back, twenty to seventeen. Let's, Anything let's can happen. Real, Anything can happen. Let's be real about when it comes to the G Man. The main reason why we can't beat the Giants because we keep beating ourselves. No, we I'm, are, just saying not, I'm just saying not. It's not. The, it doesn't. I'm just not saying this team. Like over the years, you got to be real. No matter who's the coach, the players, the scheme, they always find ways to dominate or beat Washington. Like it's plain and simple. Yeah, but in my opinion, but I'm saying that can't change. Like in my opinion, when it comes to the Giants, we beat ourselves when we play the Giants. We played down to their level. And we we hurt ourselves in situations. And when you look at the score, the scores are absolutely closer. You would think they will blow us out, but they don't because we overcome that stuff at the last minute. Like two games against the Giants in 2020, total of seven turnovers. Yet the scores were 23-20 or 20 to 19. You feel me? Like if they just our kryptonite, I think we're going to it's, um, it's end up beating them next week. So that kryptonite will be over. Out hot, just like the Giants do, the Commanders can win. And if they lose, if they lose to Tommy DeVito, led Giants team. If we beat Seattle, we'll lose to them. It's just our kryptonite. Like I've, I've been saying, no, it ain't gonna be no, nah, nah, nah. That that is a gift. That is a gift for. The Giants to literally say, hey, we're going with Tommy DeVito instead of getting a veteran. They could have got Colt McCoy. But they still they still got a defense though. So you, you can Yeah. Their defense, defense always shows up. Sam played the first time, and I guarantee you he's gonna be way more prepared. Thousand percent sure. Nick Gates won't be at center, so I do. Like I said, I do think we're going to beat them. But if we don't, like the Giants just are kryptonite, plain and simple. Every team has one. The Cowboys got the 49ers. We it took us forever just to beat the Patriots in Foxborough, but it happened. Is that really a kryptonite though? Because we we don't play the Patriots like that. I know, but when, all the times over these years, we still haven't beaten them in Foxborough. So are, are we are we the Seahawks crit tonight? Yeah, because we always beat them in Seattle. Okay. We're going to see. We will see. All right. Well, we can go ahead. All right. Write. Remember, 
Follow me on Twitter, KPAL0922. Also, check us out on Fans First Sports Network and fansfirstsportsnetwork.com. And always remember, it's never the Eagles' time, never the Giants' time, never the Cowboys' time, but it's always command time. Take us out, DT. The fact you had to hesitate on the Cowboys is nasty work. Nasty work. But you guys can follow me at D Cleveland Dream. You also follow my other page at Darius Ricks, the Ins and Out D podcast. Again, this is Command Time with Kayla and DT. And you guys have a great night. We will be back on Saturday with a Seahawks insider to talk and preview the Commanders versus Seahawks game on Sunday at 4 o'clock on Fox. Y'all have a great night. Stay safe. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Got me feeling so free. 